Greetings, Commanders, and welcome to episode 158 of Lave Radio, the show that talks about the universe of Elite and the fantastic community, if slightly salty, that surrounds it. I'm your host, Ben Moss Woodward, otherwise known as Commander Edelweiss, and joining me in the Orange Sidewinder kinda this evening, we have Commander Psycho Good evening. And Commander Phoenix Fire, Colin Fjord. Whom? Fjord? Yes, we're going Scandinavian now. Uh, I'm Norwegian, am I? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that mean we have to do our best Swedish chef impersonations for the rest of the show, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, I'm seeing Pew here, Grant. Yeah, there does seem to be a bit of trouble. Um, yeah. Worm 1337. Is it? Shall we take him out? Uh, No. Oh, okay then. <laughs> uh, uh, no, just keep an eye on them. So yeah, it's yes. been a, a special show, and it is a bit, a bit sort of um, impromptu because yeah. I was expecting the Frontier stream to go on for quite some time, and other than unplugging my computer and stuff, and, and generally screwing everything up, that I can seem to do, you know, remarkably well on my own. Um, we weren't really sure when we would be coming on air tonight, and um, Fozza, I believe, was hoping to be back, but he's somewhere else. And uh, Colin and Ben and I thought, oh, let's just let's just get on there and chat about this because it was sp- specifically spectacular. I can't think of Spondulica. Um and <laughs> it's one of those, yeah, one of those yeah. things where uh, the if you weren't watching the Frontier stream earlier on, it's worth going back and watching it. Oh, well, is it? It's worth watching. It's definitely worth watching the couple of videos that they released, and it was a fun. We, I think it was a fun little event that's taken place over the past couple of days. Though there has been some sort over it. <laughs> yeah, and, um, and you know, it was nice following the trail of breadcrumbs to eventually find this con. Well, spoilers yeah. uh, to find this convoy of. Well, to, to messed find, up to find this, this distress beacon, really, isn't it? Um, yeah, I mean, to, to, we, obviously, we we have got a, a show format. We've got the dev news. There's not terribly much. Um, I think it might be fun later on to have a wee chat about anything that you've seen in E3 um, for other games coming up that might be fun later on. But I think the majority you, you of might do that, but I've not. I've not actually looked at anything. Have you not? Well, tonight's the Nintendo, so we're, you know we'll all be Animal Crossing tomorrow with a bit of luck. Um, so, oh, go, Jarvis will like that then. Oh goodness gracious me! What's going on with this? Hold on a second, while I'm, I'm having some volume peaks. Yeah. By the way, everyone watching and listening in stream, we are in. A, we're we're being slightly brave, I guess, this evening. We are in open at the site where these federal ships have been. Knackered up by we can well again more spoilers we can officially say Thargoids. We can two point three um, two point four the return. Yes. Now the the message that Professor Palin figured out last night and these cheeky buggers of the feds tried to steal from him, but the Thargoids got them. Was that the Thargoids have returned? Oh, I'm seeing very close to us, Grant. Does that mean that the Thargoids want the truth to come out? Is that is that what is that what I, you're confirming? I think that means. That, oh, are you shooting? No, I'm not shooting. Okay, you, I'm seeing some shooting going on on C- Commander Worm. Um, okay, um, let me just have a look and see. Oh, another. I think this might be an idea to maybe drop out of this instance, Grant. 
Oh heck no, heck no. We we You're broadcast okay. we broadcast live for the scene so that you don't have to. Um, <laughs> let's have a look. We have That's got it. language commander yes, mysterious language. here. Language. Um, oh, who, should we go and engage then? Let's have a look and see. Commander Worm has been attacked. Worm thirteen thirty seven. And is in a crew of three, so there are three delightful yes, exactly. chaps. And this is the SCC we're talking about, and they are in engineered ships from looking at them. This might not be a healthy place to stay. Let's have a look and well, see. Well, if, if there's one thing that will attract to the SDC, will be something like this that everyone wants to have a look at, and it will make them a, um, let's see, um, target-rich environment for the SDC, just Indeed. because you want to have a look. So if you if you don't want to get shot up in that one, then go in and have a look at Solo and uh, maybe in the private group like Mobius and the, or the Truckers. Oh, um, I'm getting attacked by someone. Oh, there's a surprise. He's only got a 30,000 credit bounty on him. Um, I think I'm going down, Grant. Really? Are you going to jump out? I don't even think I'm going to be out on at 60% and going down fast. Who is it? It's Commander Flyorban. Thank yeah. you very much, Commander. I am you on his backside, so let's just give him some... There we go. I'm dead. Thank you, Commander Flyorban. Oh. He said... Well, that didn't even make a jump difference. Hmm? It didn't even make a difference. So getting out of here is tricky oh. because of the, um, the mass locking. You're breaking up a bit, Grant. That's probably just a PvP. <laughs> um, yeah. Should we, do, should we jump? Do you want to jump into the truckers' instance? No, no. I'm trying. Why all oh, my hard points? Right. Let's just jump out the system for a second. I was going to go into super cruise and get away from them. <coughs> the correct way. I shot right, up his well, backside. In the meantime, um, while Ben is is and yeah, Grant are busy trying to defend their honour, if they had any in the first I place. No honour. <laughs> so the headline news tonight uh, is that we have incoming in Q3 uh, two point, um, Elite Dangerous 2.4 which is called The Return and it is the return of the Thargoids as confirmed by Ed Lewis tonight uh, and uh, a nice little um, uh, short video by uh, David Brady himself so uh, what did you guys think of that while you're while you're pulling evasive manoeuvres. Um, well, then obviously David's I, video was... It's just okay. nice to hear that word used, isn't it? Officially used the word Thargoid. Um, well, they didn't technically use the word Thargoid. Ed did. Uh, but they did use the, the word Tango Hotel. Um, uh, what's it? Um, yeah, but David, David in his video did say the Thargoids as well. Alpha. Alpha, that's the one, yeah, then it'd be Romeo, then yep. Golf, then Oscar, India, Delta, um, which is awesome to hear, spelled out beautifully. Yes. <laughs> so, so yeah, that, was, that is going to be quite interesting. I mean, this has been the second part of a, uh, a two-part live been a stream. Part, yeah. Yeah. Because we you were involved I've, in both, weren't you? I've been lucky enough to be involved in both of them. Um, so Ed went off and asked, yeah, myself, um, Eric from the Truckers, Van Dion from the Truckers. Um, not you, Colin, because he doesn't like you. Oh. Um, 
Sorry, Colin. Um, no, a bunch of folk from Edge 38. Oh, I think there's some people from Callan, from Canon. Well, I don't know. I mean, did, I, did, I, did Ed ask you and you just said, no, I can't make it? I don't know. Uh, no. No. I'm, okay. I'm just not Oh, I like you, Colin. Don't worry. Uh, yeah, you can come to our Thargoid party. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we basically went off and asked a few folk if we could help him with last night's stream and tonight's trying to figure out where the hell we're meant to do and what we're meant to do while some other of the Frontier devs set him a wee challenge mm. to go off and help discover and tell this little story of the... Yeah, that's obviously leading to the announcement of the 2.4 trailer with the Thargoids returning. Yeah. Um, and maybe because I took part in it, I really enjoyed it. Um, I mean, I was flying alongside uh, yeah. on both instances in Mobius. And, yep. and to tell you the truth, um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I wasn't able to, uh, well, I, I wasn't able to m follow it all the way through, but I caught up with the stream later in the day uh, from yesterday. I think there was too much expectation that the big reveal was going to happen last night. Yeah. And that did cause a lot of problems. It did. But then E3 doesn't even start to today. True. True. I think it's just that usual the kind of the the, the way that the community goes is the uh, I, I saw uh, a streamer earlier on today and they were saying you know that you have to go into A three with your big blockbuster bust out of the seams otherwise no one bother tunes in, tuning in for the rest of your stream so he he was convinced that Frontier had uh, fluffed it in his opinion and I'm thinking you bunch of impatient arses! you've got no idea what's going to come and here you are already dismissing it as they've fluffed it, they've ruined it, they've lost the impetus, they've lost the impact nothing's going to work, it's all rubbish and they've done a damp squib and and it's all made up and it's rubbish and they're not going to get that back and blah, moan, moan, moan and they should have come out with it all guns blaring. But you know what? They're doing something mm -hmm. different this time. They're doing something very different to uh, releases and they're releasing it to us in a different way too. And it just needs a little bit of faith, which maybe we've, you know, some of us have run out of. Just a little bit of faith, a little bit of trust, and sit back and enjoy it because this is a game changer that's happening tonight. It's, it's, this is the dangerous has finally arrived. You wanted it, and now it's here. Yeah. Do you yeah. guys think that this is good how they have led to the announcement by doing a wee bit of a, a little bit of an in game story with the community? Or do you think they should have just laid it out to the sheeple and say, here you go, Bleh. To tell you the truth, this was quite nice. Um, it reminds me a lot of the old live events that used to happen on some of the MMOs I used to play. Mm. Uh, and th there is a little bit of, um, of a problem with this because basically the select few, um, sometimes it does feel that a lot of the other community is excluded and we've, we've seen people in yes. different time zones had that had that problem um i mean first of all we had the the little breadcrumb which was uh yesterday and yep. yourselves which led to a cg yeah uh, that cg was completed incredibly quickly it was completed um, by about three o'clock this morning i believe yeah um and i have never managed to 
scan a, a, no. I or hyperdict a single thing. Do you want thing? to talk about that in a bit, actually? Because I want to, I want to say some things about, yeah. about, about hang on, these hang events on, and things. Okay, but um, I was just going to finish off, which led, of course, to tonight's breadcrumb, which was the big reveal. Mm-hmm. So I must admit, I did think that as a as a release mechanism, um, it was different. Uh, I think it's difficult because without the payoff today, yesterday would have been yeah a, a damp squid. But we knew this was coming, and yeah. a lot of people just seemed to think, "Oh, that was it. Not interested anymore." Well, sod you. Tonight, <laughs> tonight it showed it off. It was fine. We know what's coming now. We know the dangerous, as, as Grant said, is on its way. So um, I, I don't know. I'm scared to leave my dock now. <laughs> what were you going to say about it, Ben? Well, you know, I've, I've, I know you said that you've had issues scanning barnacles or trying to find the fleeing distress beacons and things like that, or the or getting hyperdicted mm. and. Yeah, I think I think as I've said, the past few weeks in game, I've basically been trying to to get one of these events to occur for me as well, and I've had you know, in literally weeks of well, I would guess I've probably spent about twelve to fourteen hours now trying to get the barnacle event to trigger for me. Um, I don't think I've done anything differently. From people who have gotten it, mm. um, no, we got a lot of people in the chat all noticing, all saying that no, I've never had a high prediction either. I mean, yeah. I, yeah, like you, I mean, I was down at the barnacles. I think I timed it about five, six hours um, over the over the period in in various groups. Nothing happened. Although I must admit, I did, I did um, come across a whole load of um, commanders in the Mobius group, and we invented a new game. Mm-hmm. We invented uh, buggy dirt racing around the barnacles. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, they're they're fun for doing that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. So um, five five laps round round the spires of, of the barnacles, and the first one to the end of the five laps wins. And it's surprisingly good, especially in yeah. a, in that low gravity world. <laughs> and I never won one, and it was my idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you, well, your buggy's good at spinning out as well, isn't it? I, as I found out. I am yeah. not a. I'm not as good a driver. Maybe it's, it's because I'm so old now. <laughs> the reactions have gone. The reactions are going a bit. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I, I. On the bright side, I was I was listening to the Martian on my on Audible, which we're not sponsored by, but that's by the by. I think we all. I think certainly Fosra and I love Audible. Uh, so I was basically listening to the Martian on Audible whilst driving back and forth to my ship. Uh, taking off, landing, trying to do anything and everything that I could to get this blooming barnacle to get a fla- well, get a Thargoid to appear, and I just could not get it. Uh, last night after the after the stream, I was flying around from I was about seven o'clock or something like that till actually no, from about eight o'clock I guess till midnight. And I got, I didn't get one high prediction, but I was flying with some other guys, uh, well, I was in Discord with some other guys, and literally every single jump they did, they were getting high predicted. Ah, but that's a bug, isn't it? Once, well, once you start getting that, that was that that was the, the bug. 
that you yeah. kept on getting, wasn't it? It was which, indeed. Which, which they're looking at at the moment. <laughs> yeah, but we, you know, we went up, up actually. Um, you know, we we noticed that someone wasn't getting it, so we wound up winging up with somebody to try and help him to escape, basically. Well, right. Um, you know, because he's just he, he wants to go to bed. <laughs> And he wanted to go to bed, and every single time he jumped, he was getting hyperdicted. Yeah. And so we were just like just trying to help him to escape and get so he could get to bed and get to sleep. I do like there's a, a comment that says um, the only way it could have been made more uh, immersive or maybe more impactful would be um, more accurate. There would be have a Thargoid ship that was disabled in the the area that we've arrived, and then it comes to life and destroys everyone. That would certainly leave a <laughs> an interesting yeah, flavour. Brown pants moment for that. <laughs> it's, well, it's bad enough, but SDC are in there ruining everyone's fun again. Um, but you know what? That's just the way. Um, they are what they are. What they are. Yeah. Oh, do, you, do you want to know something funny? Actually, um, on, so. Uh, spoilers for later on in the show. Last Tuesday, I was at Frontier Towers, um, but Frontier are getting a shiny, nice new building being made for them. Oh, really? And, yep. So you know, front. Despite all the doomsayers saying that Frontier have no money, they're going down, blah blah blah. They can't be doing that badly because they're getting a nice, shiny new building. No, mm. it's still in the still in the science park. It's about three doors up, basically. And ironically enough, the company making their well building their new building is called or has the initials of SDC. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, Zach was telling us that they had a um, SDC, something like an SDC welcomes careful builders or something like that, which you know all the frontier staff has found rather quite, you know fairly amusing, shall we say. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. All the naysayers that you're you're referring to, I know who I, I know who you who you mean because they're always pointing to the last full report by Frontier, which, when you actually went through it with accounting eyes, it was a little bit uh, worrying. However, the the latest uh, balance sheet that they published in November, the midterm, that showed a much rosier picture, which. Um, I think is ignored by a lot of the naysayers. Another they, they thing, al- which... they always focus on that bad results. So well, you of know. course they do. But another thing that the I think this was actually in some like the Cambridge Herald or something like that. Um, they were basically they they interviewed I think one of Frontier's devs. I think it was uh, Johnny Walsh or someone. Um, but Frontier actually paid for are paying for their building out of their own money. Rather than getting a mortgage, well, the a company equivalent of a mortgage, I guess, to build their building, you know, so they're not getting a loan or anything like that. They are just paying for that in in hard cash, by the sounds of it. Mm, that sounds that sounds good. It, uh, Which, to be honest, well, you know, why if you're gonna if you don't need to take a loan out for these things, I guess that's a good thing, isn't it? Yes, anything to cut down on interest payments. Oh, well, that, would, that would be my take. But then again, what do I know? <laughs> yes, yeah, so you've now hit the banking podcast. Meanwhile, back in the universe of Elite Dangerous. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I mean, there's been a lot more happening uh, than than just this. I mean, this is obviously the big news. Um, last week we didn't have a show, um, so we we kind of missed out on 
what was what was happening at the Barnacles at the time. But also since then, we've had um, the new Open Beta 3.10, uh, 2.3.10, that's come out. And on top of that, that is now up to release too. So they're working through bugs that are being thrown up by that beta and ask that everybody keep on going on it. I mean, I know I've got my decal, but how about you two? I've got my decal. I've done. I've done. I've done my part. <laughs> which, yeah. which decal? You get a free if, if you take part in the beta, um, the open beta two point three point ten. You will get a uh, a brand new decal in two point four when it's released. Oh well, no, you I, personally, I, I do have. I uh, do have a Canon Interstellar decal. Nope, this is a unique one for just the... No, uh, I'm just showing off. I know there's a beta one. Oh. I, I've only just recently installed the beta, um, so I've not actually fired it up yet, but I will get into that and have a look. Tonight was a big um, distraction uh, <laughs> with of, of a sort of you know flowery shape. And... Um, Oh crikey! It's just this. You know, it's one of these. It's rare we have an episode where we're all kind of f- flustered and excited about something. So, you know, it's not rare that it's that no, we're all flustered. Well, no, it's it's, it's, it's not rare that we, that we can't flip and speak. Um, but yeah, it's just it's quite. You know, it's like can we get through the stuff? Right. Well, I suppose we've got to go and do all that other bit and pieces now. We've got to talk about that, yeah. Peter. And I've not been in it yet, so I know there was the community goals. How? Ever the other than just uh, if you were watching the Twitch stream tonight, there when I went to drop back into the instance that I was in, there was a ton of commanders in that instance, and everything was fine until I tried to redrop into it, and then it was back to the instancing problems of past where you just sit there waiting to appear. Um, so I know that there's a huge amount of updates in that beta with regards to instancing, so I'm looking forward to seeing what I can do to help out with that. And that's one of the reasons, I think, why they've gone off and done this community goal for the decal and things like that, to you know basically try to encourage as many people as there could be to be in the, in the beta in that location, um, and also planet side and things like that, because... And we actually saw it on Ed's stream this evening, where at the beginning he was trying to join the game on top of us all, and it took him what a good minute or so for the game to actually load him into the instance. Yeah, and so I think it was actually the second attempt, wasn't it? These are the critical um, parts that are really are really hurting hurting the experience that the game can give people if you're spending that length of time trying to get into it, um, and. Just recently, I got a hold of this, just to do a Chris Jarvis and go off on a tangent, I got a hold of Star Trek Bridge Commander. And Uh I finally had a a group of people together who were able to play it. So, right, off we went to fire up. And this was a Sunday. And the first part is to sign up to the Uplay account. But Uplay Mm -hmm. was down. And it Uh was down all day. So we couldn't get in. Then it came up and it was intermittent. So then it worked. And then we created our accounts. And then we logged into the game. But it wouldn't allow you to go into the game. And all the time, all that's going on in your head is, you know, I've paid a lot of cash for this game. And it starts to spoil. And you're already on that. I'm just going to be looking for the, you know, the bad points here because it's pissed me off. And Mm -hmm. then you get into the game and eventually 
so at that point I think I said we'll, we'll just call it quits for tonight uh, and do it another night when it may be working and when you have these instancing problems and you're trying to get into a positive event an amazing activity going on in the game and you're then hit with these little issues that's where the sourness comes from I think it's, it's the little bugs that have always been there persistently that cause you not to be able to get into the fun as quickly as you should and therefore it taints it for you and you get pissed off when they release something else and still haven't hammered it so come on beta come on everybody let's get in there let's get this peer-to-peer stuff kicked in the arse let's get it running so that the fun can happen and we can all get in and out and have the fun that we deserve i mean one of the good things about um the beta is we had uh, another dav stock live stream and it's always good to have dav on um, uh, and Ed doing their their um, their double act, and the good thing that we have when when Dav's on is that he's able to clarify a lot of inf- uh, a lot of information about people's questions about the background simulation and in some cases the the instancing. So you know it it was good that he was able to um, basically smooth out a lot of the the technical worries that people were having. And I must admit, now that I've been mucking about in um, in the beta, um, I did I did my time last week. Um, I, I found I didn't have as many matchmaking errors um, as as I normally suffer in the live game in open. I mean, did anybody else find find that? I've had no errors with matchmaking and things like that, but I had a really annoying bug in the beta, and I've only had it in the beta. Uh, but I also had it in the 2.3 beta, mm. where when I go to the galaxy map, my mouse just starts completely and utterly spazzing out. <laughs> uh, I, it's literal, like, I... Is that not normal for you? <laughs> not, it's not normal for me, no. Normally I can control my mouse fairly well, but it's like the, the mouse will be hovering, about to hover over a planet, and then it'll jump about 300 pixels to the left. Yeah, I've got And then that. I'll move it back, and then it goes up again, and then I'm like, no, get over there, get onto that bloody icon. And then I'm clicking on the blooming plot root button. And it goes off and deselects the bloody thing and selects another bloody nav point. You're, you're not... Like, I don't want that! I don't think you're alone in that. I think I've had issues where the mouse shoots off to the left-hand side and sticks there, uh, almost with an elastic a, band, and it is a frustration, but these are... It's a bloody nightmare. Yeah, the, the little things. What did I just see? Oh, but it was um, Someone was asking why they don't just switch back to a sort of centralised server system, because that would be a pretty major undertaking in the game, um, <laughs> and would probably basically be easier just to make a new Elite game. Not only that, but also the costs involved for running a effectively single sharded beacon handling the ridiculous amounts of data that have to be thrown around, even in a even in a thirty-two player instance or a sixteen-player instance. I think you know, we're. It's just crazy. I think I've just I've just it. seen our first our first uh, live stream stop for a second, guys. We've just we've got to tackle mm-hmm. this because I think this is mm-hmm. the first kind of comment I've seen that is almost identical to 
comments when Star Citizen announced that they were going to build offices too. So, <laughs> sorry, I... sorry to single you out, Gester, <laughs> but I am going to. If they can afford to build new offices out of their own pocket, then the money isn't an issue and they should be able to afford centralised server setups. Um, yeah, um, I don't think that's technically true because I think you're talking in the region of you know tens of thousands of pounds per month, and given the amount of machines that and the people that connect to this game, it could be considerably well, like, more okay. than that. Yeah, I know. I think we went off and you know, my the product that I work for, work on commercially. If we're going to be running that on a proper Amazon cloud server which is probably what Frontier would have to do to run to run our application on Amazon Cloud is in the realms of I think it's something it's something stupid like a thousand pounds per hour or something is absolutely ridiculous because you know our machine require our servers for for our work requires like 16 gigs of ram because it's very it's very ram intensive Ben, um, we need. Yes, sorry, I'm talking work, aren't I? Yeah, yeah, yep. no, 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 that's it's fine. Uh, you, you said you were down at Frontier last week, yeah. Yeah, uh, yes. Yeah, just, 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 <laughs> just, just wondering. Did you see, or did you? No, no, no. Did you see? Probably. We'll start with. Did you see? Then we'll start turning the screws. Did you? Did you? <laughs> did you see any? You know, long-running film franchise information happen to be <laughs> kicking about? <laughs> I saw no long-running film franchise information running around. You didn't have um, anyone in, in cosplay? You weren't <laughs> greeted at the door by, say, an Avatar well, or a James Bond? Uh, no? Well, I did want to mention, just I was thinking of something. So you you know a certain Frontier developer is developing a little bit of infatu- infatuation with Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> you think this going to get... <laughs> That would be awesome. We're all sitting there going, it's a long-running franchise. Yeah, Thomas has been going for ages. Thomas has been going on for the donkey's years. Is that or Fraggle Rock? That would be epic. Sorry, I don't know if I would be disappointed or equally as excited. I think it would be one of those things where we would just cancel each other out. The disappointment of it not being something super (laughs) cool. But then it's Thomas. Thomas the Tank Engine would be freaking amazing. Oh, they so could Thomas do lip syncing, so you could go choo choo, <laughs> and it would match you, just like the Star Trek game does. Your voice lip sync. Oh yeah, get out of my way," said Thomas to Ben, <laughs> then the bulldozer. <laughs> ben the bulldozer, yes. <laughs> so we're we're all about Thomas, Thomas the Tank Engine Tycoon, then. <laughs> oh my god how far was that for a swerve guy <laughs> that's, that's a heck of a tangent we just went on <laughs> I'm sorry guys straight off to that course straight on till the second star on the right straight until morning Ooh, right. that. Yep. Uh, no but ev- everything fr- I don't think I'm giving anything away that everything that Frontier are working on in that is <laughs> Sorry. Very, very removed from even their main office. Hold on, because I think we, we know a new office. We know that at the moment. Well, we know that at the moment Frontier have a couple of offices, don't they? Yes. You know, we know that they've said you know the guys on Planet Coaster are working over there. For is, example, is it going to be called Nagasaki? Because I'm wondering if this is they're going to have the Nagasaki office. Uh, Diehard no, films are, are long running. It's still in the science park, so... 
Maybe the new office is needed for the for the new track layout for Thomas the Tank Engine. Sorry, Thomas the Tank Engine on roller coasters. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> They're all on rails. <laughs> you could put guns on it. It's an on rail shooter. Yeah. Oh God, it's going to get worse now, isn't it? Yeah. It, it really. <laughs> Come back, Grant. All is forgiven. <laughs> oh, dear but, me. A persistent no, Thomas University would be epic. <laughs> well, the island of Sodor, real life size. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, everybody. <laughs> oh, dear me. I can't even say I'm getting cranky because that's just another character. Oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking? Oh yeah, it was just. It was just... We will take you back to outer space in a minute. Yeah, I was trying to say that whatever the hell they're doing for this new thing, they ain't doing it in the offices that they're developing Elite in. It's developed down the road. <laughs> it's totally top secret. Then that's amazing. It's totally utterly top secret. Yes, we've started, oh. Max. So we started, and we went, we went off on a, we went off on a little journey. We went off rather than get a taxi. We jumped on the train. Um, <laughs> we jumped on the train. All right. Uh, Speculation chain. Woohoo! Isabel, is it? You, you what? What's Thomas's? Um, what's his carriage is called? Oh God! You know what? I know this because I, I know this. Clarabelle. It's Annie and Clarabel. I don't believe it. Annie and Clarabel. Oh, jeez. Been programmed wow. into me since I was a small child. <laughs> We're never going to be allowed to do a show ourselves again. Um, Stephen no, Usher's confirming Clarabel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, we're all showing our age here. We all know it. <laughs> Although you know what, I would I would be the one that would be See in the what forums, you've done, Mr. Brooks. screaming and what? shouting that how dare you do Thomas? I want Ivor the engine. <laughs> oh, <God>. oh, no. <laughs> so yes, uh, but it just goes to show you know mm, you, you know for yeah. for every sort of uh, good thing, there's always someone that's going to be picking on the bad stuff. So um, I'm sorry, the Thomas is the new hype train. <laughs> <laughs> What have I done? Uh, uh, dear me. Uh, Grant. <laughs> yes. Hold on. You know what? Let, let's try and bring it back on to on, on course. We're gonna. What I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna I'm just gonna play in the sounds that we can hear through the game while Ben and Colin compose themselves. Um, it sounds like this. Hold on. Let's put it that way. It's better this way. Listen to that noise. Yeah, Grant, you probably want to, you want to do this in 15 minutes for That's the... That's Well... Okay, yeah, we'll come back in 15 minutes and try and see if we can catch the data, yeah. the data um, transmission. Um, so, yeah, we are currently in the middle of nowhere. Track. At, yeah. a, at, a, at a distress signal in HIP... Oh, where is HIP something, 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 something? Oh, I can't even see now because HIP 170044. Oh, sorry, I haven't even got it because I've not even got a scanner, so I can't even see it myself. 
Um, and HIP 17044. 17044. Um, and, and then, it is a site yeah. of a massive battle that's clearly happened here. And there are cap ships that are disabled and dissolving, spewing out green looking gas. And there is a this well, there's a sort of signal broadcast here that will be going off in about ooh, 14 minutes. minutes so keep an eye and try and bring that to you as it happens. Um, but we were just discussing. Um, your visit to Frontier Office and the fact that you didn't okay. see anything at all about any franchises and there's no, no, there's no, there's yeah. not a Ringo Star in the league. <laughs> I didn't see any sign of Ringo Star either. Um, <clears throat> so I mean, I, I know Obsidian Ant and Van Dian were both there and they've both done massive write-ups. Um, obviously, you know, before we were even allowed in out of reception. Actually, so yes, I can definitely say this because I didn't even sign an NDA before I saw this. In Frontier's reception, you uh, do you remember how the Hut and Truckers bought code bought a code mug? Yes. So, in Frontier's reception, in their glass cabinet, right next to all of the awards and everything like that, there is a Hutton mug sitting van- vanquished. Oh, van- uh, sitting on top of a code mug that's all smashed and beaten up with uh, a nice wee message from the truckers going to Frontier. Um, which I thought I thought that was pretty awesome. Uh, there's a couple of very nice Cobras in, in that display cabinet as well. I'm not entirely sure who made, who made them or where they came from, but they look amazing. There's an awful lot um, of stuff, then, yeah, and uh, a lot of community stuff that has been yeah. given in there, which is amazing, and they're so happy and proud to put it on the walls. So mm-hmm. it's nice to see that. Um, proud it, of really, the it really was, it, it, and it, it made me, it warmed me cockles to see <laughs> to see that that trophy. Um, and then obviously we had to sign a. Sh- yeah, I think I had to sign three or four NDAs. My goodness, um, to to basically be allowed in the building. Um, and then you know we had we had a a lovely cup of coffee made made by the ever fabulous Mr. Zach, um, and you know Zach showed his opinion of of TJ um, by giving TJ a broken mug with chips in it with coffee stains on it. Oh God! <laughs> Which T, you know we, I I got some you know some nice um, I got some nice mug. Everyone else got a nice mug. And then TJ got a a smushed up old Frontier mug, which we well, which TJ found very amusing, to be honest. Um, yeah, it's another thing I could say. Just I think re-echoing what Obsidian is re-echoing what Obsidian Ant said that it was amazing just to see the number of developers going on about things as like. Two big flaws of devs working on pretty much mainly Elite Dangerous. Um, That's yeah, amazing. I'd guess, I'd guess there's probably about 100 odd folk there. Uh, but, uh, that's just a wild ass guess. Um, I don't think I'm giving anything secret away as well, but you know, David Braben's office, which we did, we did go into. Uh, he wasn't in it at the time, but he, we did go into it. Um, looks a bit like a. It looks a bit like half of, half of a sidewinder, basically. Um, but and th- I think this is this is actually an awesome thing. You know, the reason 
we went into David's office was because we were using it as a wee bit of a meeting room for a few minutes because 90% of the time David is out on the floor working with people, not sitting in his office like some overlord. Um, so, you know, David has got a very used and almost abused office that is just filled with chairs that all the guys just use. It's, it's almost like it's being used as a meeting room more than David's office. <laughs> which I, but I think, I think that says something amazing about what kind of boss he is to actually work for. Yeah, so you didn't get mugs uh, thrown at you then? <laughs> we, we did not get any mugs thrown at us, no. Um, we did get sandwiches thrown at us and we got some cake thrown at us, but no mugs. Ah, awesome. Right, um, where were we on our show notes? I cannot remember. We I think the show notes are out the window, aren't they? Oh, Chris well, Jarvis has just sent us a message uh, wondering if we're going to pick up on some points. I think if he was listening to the show, he would know we're not capable <laughs> of picking up on things. Did you see the unregistered comms beacon? Yes. Um, yeah, ha, ha. Yeah, and was it significant? Ask Stu Barbs. Yes, we are about oh, nine minutes away from hearing that, so stick around and we'll put that broadcast out. I've, I've got it, the sounds going to my ears just now so that I can hear it when it starts. Um, so, yeah, we'll bring that to you. We talked about the other community goal, which was to basically kick off tonight's big reveal. Uh, so we've done that. Um yeah. I mean, one thing. Talking about, talk, should we should we move on to David's um, his m- video message? Yeah, we can do. Yeah, um, just, yeah um, we've got a few minutes before this thing might just start shouting at us. So, I mean, yeah, I think we, well, the, the the big news, I guess, is it's coming Q three of this year. So, what's that? September through September, October, November, that kind of time. Well, technically, Q3 is the end at uh, the beginning of July. Oh, wow. Uh, July, August, uh, July, August, and September. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Yeah, um, because one of the things they do, well, obviously, E3 today, yeah. they will be starting to show off the P- uh, the PlayStation 4 version, which comes out in a couple of weeks. Yep. Uh, and PlayStation 4 version, that's going to be released with 2.3.10, uh, not 2.3.1. Um, so that PlayStation will be involved in two point. Uh, PlayStation players will be involved in two point four as it un- un- as it unfolds over, I think, the next three months. Um, of course, they haven't said when exactly in Q three it kicks off. They might uh, give us exactly uh, about a month of bedding in time for people who have just started on the PlayStation. Um, I'd be interesting to see what people. So you're reaction thinking August is. kind of time. I am just in time for when I'm away. Which is I'm I'm away beginning of August as well. So mm. yeah, but it'll be interesting to see. Um, lots of little more littler updates. I would yes. I would assume. Well, I I don't know. I mean, this is something you know. Again, we can go completely into speculation. Frontier have definitely said it's going to be story based and it's going to be spread over a period of time. Hmm? Now. Do we think this means Frontier will be push? Do you think that most of the content, shall we say, will be released when two point four comes out, and then it'll be turned on, or will it just be? You know, will it all be there, but it's going to take people that long to discover it, or do you um, think they'll they'll be turning things on, and then 
you know, give people a, about a month or so, then turn on the next bit, another month turn on the next bit, or how do you think that's going to play out? Well, that's effectively what they've been doing with 2.3, isn't it? I mean, that, that's um, come of the, uh, some of the content that they've been enabling remotely for, for people to access. So um, I think, it, it, I mean, it might be the same. Um, it could be um, it could be that yeah, every month we get a monthly update with the with the latest changes in. Um, I mean, as of now, um, the distribution model for Elite Dangerous changes because this is um, the last update in Horizons. Well, not necessarily. They, I mean, we know that two point four is the last announced update, but that does not mean to say we, there won't be a two point five. Um, no, they, they def, David Raven says, definitely said there'd be five updates, including 2.0. So, you know, so that, that oh, brings us up to 2.4. Five is a subset of six. <laughs> oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> you know, but I, I'm not disagreeing. I was trying to, they could. The point I was trying to make is that the next iteration of Elite Dangerous is this beyond thing, which um, Zach is going to be and, and everybody is going to be mentioning at the next couple of shows. Um, one of which will be Lavecom, which I will miss out on. And this other thing, which will be what, what do they call it? FrontierCon? Didn't they say something about a FrontierCon? No, no fr- all Frontier have said that there will be a. I think Zach said there will be a special event. Mm-hmm. Whatever the hell that means. So we just have to wait and see for more information on yeah. that then. But you yeah. know, I'm not sure about you know, talking about how these things have progressed. Obviously there's a, a very significant danger um, when you have content that is player run uh, and that is that they trigger the next stage before you're ready for it and stuff. So I can imagine that it's going to be uh, a fine line, but it would be nice to see if player actions were responsible for the story moving on. Um, And again, using the likes of Galnet and their audio feeds and distress beacons. I don't think it's going to be too great if every single puzzle is go to a system, find the star that they've numbered, and then go so many thousand light seconds away to find a location. And I don't imagine that that is what they've got planned. It's just an easy way of them managing the current reveal today. Um, Yeah. Because otherwise it's just going to be rinse and repeat and they won't have learned from the lessons of the past, which is, you know, the the, the sort of staged um, input. The staged scenes are great. But after, Mm -hmm. you know, know, you've had sort of 1,500 people having them, they're all hunkering for the next bit. So there's a very fine line between the players triggering things too quickly and also things taking too long to take over, so I don't envy them their job, but I'm excited to see the story and where it goes and how it's going to affect everyone's game, because this is going to change the game for everyone. And this is something that Ed said, and I think David said as well, that whatever happens with the Thargoids, we're going to be able to interact with them, and that does not just mean by shooting them. Mm. Whatever whatever the heck that means, maybe it means we can honk them and they'll honk us back. If we are hostile, though, you know, maybe they're just going to be mirrors. Maybe they're going to—I don't know. You know, maybe if we give them a mug, they'll give us some gin. One thing that I do think is going to come in uh, in quite importantly is the are the engineers. 
I think the engineers. I think they're they're the ones that are going to be able to find out the the countermeasures to all the um, all the EMP effects which disable your ships. I mean, I don't know about. I mean, I wish Mr. Jarvis was on this one because um, the first thing that I saw when I saw those um, uh, those federal ships was I was thinking they've been hit by that Blake Seven virus because the Liberator. For, for those of you who are fans of that old television show, the Liberator, the most fantastic-looking ship in the galaxy, was completely and utterly wiped out uh, by what looks like some type of corrosive gunk, and it looks like those uh, those ships had been hit by that same kind of corrosive gunk. And even the Elite Dangerous logo, when when the Thargoids passed over it, it seemed to um, uh, begin to corrode in that same gunky way. So basically, I think the Thargoid's main weapon is going to be spit. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not what somebody in open referred to it as, but we'll go with spit. Spit. By the way, our, this message is going to be coming live in twenty-five seconds, Grant. If you're able to broadcast it, yeah, yeah, we can have a listen to the sounds. We'll just pump them in now. So we're just waiting now. <laughs> With bated breath. Hello? It's just a, a sort of repeating loop of uh, the spelling out Thargoids, which, you know... Thargoids return. Thargoids return, you know, Thargoid return. Um, so, it's really interesting. It's a new kind of dream. <laughs> the Thargoid return. Coming out you for all good bookstores. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, the Twitch feed, for some reason, yeah, there is some kind of stall of internet speed or whatever. I don't know quite what's causing that uh, drop frames, but it looks to be okay now. Oh, dearie me. So if you missed that, sorry. Tough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there'll be a, it'll be on a million YouTube streams by tomorrow. Oh, it will be. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully the audio's getting through fine. You can hear that. Um, so yeah, that's, that's impressive. The soundscapes, again, the sound guys need more and more applause and plaudits and superlatives and amazing... Uh, just yeah, hugs, hugs to the sound guys because the sounds out there that, are spectacular. And not only that, but Joe Hogan, who's one of the sound guys, makes amazing Lego models of SOVs and crates and stuff like that. 
and you know, I love I love Lego, so he has to get a shout out for doing that. <laughs> well, uh, Falco took saying there's only one Thargoid. There's the Thargoid return. Uh, maybe it's just that they're going to open up a pub. They're going to have it's their own. So- yeah, it's going to be the the Thargoid <laughs> return. It's going to be like their their own space galactic soap opera. <laughs> Androids. Everybody needs to Androids, <laughs> right? Was, that was Red Dwarf, wasn't it? Yes. Yes. Well, they did mention that these these um, Thargoids, they've got different weapons uh, and we'll need different tactics and we will need to group up in order to deal with them. Yeah, Ed was definitely mentioning gr- uh, grouping up as well, wasn't he? So, I'll tell you yeah, what, I mean, I, I, yeah. I'm, whilst I, I enjoy group play and things like that, <laughs> I, can, I can see some salt if we need to play in a wing or as a group to to do meaningful content with the Thargoids I can see people being a little bit upset about that. Yeah, well I mean no matter what happens and this is why I would urge Frontier <laughs> to to carry on with their plans and not swear for people because the people yes. who moan the loudest are often the minorities and the happy unfortunately one of those side effects of being happy is that you don't feel compelled to write a letter or a forum post so it's a very hard line to sort of follow but just keep going with it and of course if you happen to see the stream earlier on uh, then you'll have heard that wonderful Thargoid spelling competition and then you would have seen this amazing video so I'm just going to play the video that came straight after that which was this so if you're listening on the radio stations it is the Elite Ninjas logo Jurassic Park. Was there anything for Jurassic Park? Because that little um, little burp sound at the end sounds like a dinosaur from Jurassic Park. Yes, uh, yeah, it does, doesn't it? And no, I've not seen anything about Jurassic Park in in any of Frontier offices either. Damn it! But yes, that did sound a bit like a. a oh, was, was it the Velociraptor? Not the Veloc- the, was it the Velociraptor or was it the tiny ones? Well, no, the Velociraptors kind of went. <laughs> what are we doing? We're going off yeah. a tangent again. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I love the the I love the detailing that we can see in game at the moment, but that you see in that video too, of showing you the. I think you you called it a spit, so I'll go with spit, from whatever the hell this Thargoid weapon does to you. Yeah, green green snot, as Commander Wotherspoon says. I'm just checking to see lots of green snot. Um, yes. What terrible streaming Caltern? You need to give me lessons. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Let's put terrible streaming breaking the fourth wall. Put some of your visuals up as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's fine. You know, we, we've got plenty of spare walls. Um, but yeah, I think it's what it's going to be. Just we just uh, yeah, exciting to see what's going to happen. Mm. I know Nopalios, we've we have lost the plot. We are into dinosaurs and flipping trains and talking trains oh. and oh. David Brayman took us to dinosaurs when back at was it EGX Res twenty fourteen or twenty fifteen or something like that, when he sent said he wants to go big game hunting for dinosaurs. So he went there first. 
Dinos versus Thomas. We're just not going to get away from this. <laughs> this, this brings us back to the, the days of uh, Pot Coodle. Um, oh, no, not the Pot Coodle. <laughs> Instant crewmates! Just add hot water. Maybe that's how they're going to solve it. Maybe they're going to allow them to have NPC uh, multi-crew for those poor people that have no friends <laughs> or happen to be playing Elite at times in the night when no one else is awake. Uh, it's, it's a difficult... Um, what do you mean that sounds like a terrible movie? Have you seen how well Sharknado did? I think Dinos <laughs> vs. Thomas could so, so be really quite well. Well, Thomas the Tank Engine was in Ant-Man, wasn't he? I think so, yeah. Yeah, it was. I'm sure Thomas the Tank Engine were in Ant-Man. A little cameo. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not so we, little from what I remember. What, what are we meant to be? What are we meant to be talking about? Uh, we we had show notes, but they went out the window ages ago. Right, we did. Okay, um, so it's quarter three. Yep, story based over a period of time. That's awesome. We can interact with them, so that means no more cutscenes. So that's going to be yes. epic, um, and it doesn't just mean shooting them. Although Ed had a real difficult time coming up with anything that didn't involve finding weapons or tactics to tackle them, <laughs> which does suggest shooting them. So, oh. I'm not quite. I'm not keen uh, on uh, you know finding the Thargoid engineer. Um, that's going to be a bit frustrating. But it'd be quite cool if you could start collecting um, fragments sort of from the wreck sites and stuff of Thargoid mm-hmm. ships, and maybe take them to an engineer to see if they can craft them into something. Oh, I mean, we know. For example, we know at the moment that we co- we've seen commanders blasting away at them, and you know they just seem to, seem to be shrugging off any damage that we do to them, which might just be Worrying. frontier playing god god mode. It might be frontier playing god mode with us and just saying no, you're not allowed to shoot them. So tough. But as you say, it might also be a little bit worrying as well. So um, it's going yeah, to be uh, interesting. And again, they're kind of suggesting that the the level of their where they're coming from, you know, it's not going to be an all-out war. They're still <laughs> suggesting that we can have a, a a sort of effect on it, that we could still cause there to be peace. But I just don't f- know which button to push to throw roses out of the front of my ship. <laughs> just drop the Thargoids mugs. That's all we need to do. What do they you know, eat they anyway? Come- oh, yeah, us. Um, us. <laughs> Yeah, maybe, maybe the the Thargoids are suffering from a severe case of mods, and we need to transfer twenty bazillion tons of mugs up to the Thargoid homeworld. Meta weapons, Cal Turn says. We know it's going to be meta weapons and meta shields and meta frame shift drives and meta's better, is it? Meta is meta is better, is it? Mugs and tea, yes. Mugs, Mugs and, and tea and gin, for all. And gin, gin it's, and it's, prayer sticks. It's leaves us any. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's something we just don't know how that's going to appear. Um, okay, yeah, I mean, there has been some sort of interactions in the various videos, as uh, Commander Miggles is saying, you know, that someone had reduced, or a rumour of someone having reduced them down to two shield rings. Um it's just you, you don't find well if they can disable your ship it's just a case of disable your ship and then fire a missile 
and you're done for. So pretty much, we need to sort of you know there needs to be a fair because you've got to feel that you've got hope hope in hell. And if single player mode means you get destroyed, then that's not great. You need to be able to escape. So maybe mm. they operate uh, if you don't shoot at them, they won't interact with you in a negative manner, which would be good. Maybe, but if they maybe get. Um, too many oh. negative interactions, then it might be a case of all-out war and all of us. But it'd be nice to be able to have time to fly around them in a, as a sort of curious fly know, flies around a gigantic steaming pile of dung. Yeah, I and mean, I think we've got to remember certainly in in Elite eighty four they were definitely the big bad and incredibly hostile. Well, this, yeah, is Colin back yet? He is. Uh, or did you? Oh, what you, you need so, someone with an old perspective? I, 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 do you? No, well, I can, I can <laughs> talk elite, but I can't talk. Yeah, I can talk elite, but I can't talk frontier. You know, were were they the big bag of, bad in frontier as well? No, in frontier they were not. They in frontier first encounters they weren't even the big bad either. Mm-hmm. They were a big mystery. Okay. But um, as far as, and I had to reiterate this, um, everything that we know about the Thargoids from front, uh, Frontier yeah. First Encounters, we've really got a discount because this, this is basically kind of a reboot. Yeah, I mean, I think what the official version is, we didn't give them the Inra virus or something like that. And yeah. you know, we well, certainly didn't save the day. Well, we don't know. Yeah. What made the Thargoids disappear? They had no idea. Well, oh, we don't know. We it's, have no idea. It's they, interesting. They this have an idea, yeah. The, the black and yellow stripy ship skins seem to be going up in price. <laughs> okay. Is that because so, you want them to look insectoid so that there's, there's more <laughs> what, camouflage? Was, Stephen Usher said the cobra goes into bee mode and it starts fertilising the flower, so it gives you a bit of time. Just <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be, yeah, that would be an interesting <laughs> way to... You know, let me just make this little deposit on you, Flarship. Well, Calturn's yeah. still going on about the fact that we had all the information coming from the ancient ruins from the Guardians, who did su- it did suggest that the Guardians were the ones that designed the Thargoids, who then became overpowering and caused issues. So <laughs> um, it is interesting because we we have heard rumour. Yeah. Right from the very start, maybe it's out, maybe it's off the table of a second race of a second sentient species out there. Well, and not only that, but didn't in the in his in his spiel, David said the first alien race as well, didn't he? Yeah. Well, we do we do know there are two factions um, of Thargoids. Well, if, if you read in, the Out of Darkness book, which is approved. Yeah, but how how much of that is lore, and how much of that lore? as it were, is speculation. Yeah, it's, well, not, it's not that, it's though. I mean, okay, so someone... Uh, 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 hello. Hello, ma'am. I'm knocking on your door, and I'm bringing you... And I go, yes, I have I have two cleaning products for you. Uh, and and, and, he, and you go, oh, that's really interesting. And you go, here, I've got this duster here. It's lovely. It's yellow. Oh, oh fantastic. And what's your other product? Oh, it's this uh, red duster over here. You would tell them to get stuffed. Right, so <laughs> I don't care if it's yellow Thargoids and red far Thargoids. You want another species that's not related directly to the Thargoids. Mm. Something different in you. That's what I want. That's what we want. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I think that's what the oh the ancient uh, relics are all about, and they're definitely 
not related to the to the Thargoids, whatever the hell they are, and the tech looks very different as well, doesn't it? We've got yeah, to follow along, I mean, right? I'm... So rock, paper, scissors. So we've got humans oh. who are obviously paper, Thargoids <laughs> who are scissors. So we need we need we the need rock. we need the rock. We need a rock species. Okay, mm. there's still one slight problem. Where do you get the lizard and where do you get Spock? <laughs> um. Well, Spock, Spock is at, at, at what, was, what was Lennon Nimoy's base again? There was a base for Lennon Nimoy, wasn't there? <laughs> the Thargoids were created by Captain Kremen. Was that the. Okay, sorry, the, the yes. Kenny Everett character. It was indeed. And <laughs> he had Thargoids. Oh, well, Thargoids are attacking! And they were strange triangular ships. <laughs> 2.5 update, Lizard Spock. Yeah, okay. Well, Stephen oh. Usher's raising a good question there, though, as well. That's why have the Thargoids come back and are they being pushed out of their, their normal space Ooh, by something worse? Good, good. Uh, speculate. Welcome to Thomas, the uh. speculation train. <laughs> come on board, Stephen Usher. Have a seat. You're in first class. Uh, Cal Turn has I now think, been. I think we. Yeah, sorry. I think we've now got our episode title. <laughs> Speculation train. It was. It Almost was just let them into my station. Says Max Sosa. Caltern oh, is now. He's now walking. He's not allowed on the train anymore with the Cygoids comment. No, there are no more goids. <laughs> <laughs> we want a proper name as well. Yes. Uh, it's obviously it's in the Vulcan system. Mm. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Where the hell can I mean, we go okay, wrong? What other? Well, this this is why we need Fozzer. He makes everything seem so professional. <laughs> uh, I mean, what what? Well, compared to us, yes. What other things do we think that they're going to be doing for two point four? Then I guess you know we know that we know that at the moment we can't oh, do diddly squat to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the moment, every interaction that we've actually had with them has been peaceful. You know, do not, you think not really? Well, well the players have, but we don't know the Thargoids did this. All we've seen is a Thargoid ship leaving this area. No, well, we, we've seen this. We've seen these federal ships getting absolutely hammered by what looks like Thargoid weapons. We've not seen them being shot, though. Um, I'm to tell you the truth. I'm willing to take it on the fact that the Thargoids did this. I, I'm pretty willing to take it as a fact that the Thargoids did this too, but we haven't seen that yet. I mean, if you, um, we're looking at the moment at uh, a federal gunship, and you can see the fires on that federal gunship are still burning, even in pure vacuum. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of oxygen in that gunship. Uh, unless it's some kind of chemical reaction from the from the spit, as, <laughs> <laughs> as I'm going to constantly yes. call it from now on. Well, let's. Yeah, but, we have. Spit. I'm going to try and, and try and get in really, really, really close. Uh, maybe that's a bit too close. Uh, and mm. see if we can't... your Grant. Yeah, well, you see, this is the thing. Um, we don't know what the Federation has been up to behind behind the scenes the in, order for, in order for something like this to happen. How that about looks the like really, Well, there's been nothing, no physical contact between the Alliance and the and the Thargoids. It's been the Federation that's been the victim of all these attacks. Uh, the Empire have lost a myster- have mysteriously had a um, 
capital ship destroyed in Fasis, which is their naval headquarters. But nothing. But maybe the thought, maybe the um, alliances on the other side of the bubble from where all this uh, this stuff is is kicking off. <laughs> no, Commander Solo did not shoot first. <laughs> Uh, this, I mean, this is almost looking fractal. Actually, looking at this up close, fractal. Mm. Yeah, you know, look, go. I'm going. In, oh, I can't go any closer. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm zooming in as close as I can with onto the, onto the spit. <laughs> and... <laughs> yeah, wait, look, give me ejaculate. Um... Oh, thanks, Grant. <laughs> yes, we were not going there. You did. I would, I would, I'm, I'm, put a plug in there. That inner docker of yours. No, don't put a plug. Oh, geez. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole different and, train. Yeah. Dockers will be live this year as LaveCon as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Oh, script, script yet to be finalised. We'll have to wait and see how that goes. The capital ship this apparently is... has got more detail in it, so... Oh, you bugger. I just bounced off something. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this, this spit looks amazing. <laughs> and that's just another thought I'd say. Um, but yeah, you, I'm sorry, I'm I'm criticising now, but you can actually see where the yeah, you know, it's obviously a decal over the main ship. Uh, I I want Thargoid spit. I want a Thargoid spit decal for my ship. That Isn't looks that onion head. It Very does a bit. Yeah, onion. I mean, there's some bits and pieces of these these more ships over here. Mm. It'd be nice to see this sort of fizzing, a fizzing effect to show it's an acid um, that they're, they're firing, but we've not quite got the. Oh crap! It's not a dropship. Oh, that one's definitely. Oh, and I hit something else. Yeah, I mean, I did. I did scan the. Um, there was a, a a data beacon on the in the middle of that capital ship, but it yes. just gave me an unknown ship scan. The the data link scanner didn't seem to work. Didn't with any of them. Okay. Yeah, I didn't have any luck with the data link scanner as well. And this is something that, you know, we're coming into the stuff after 2.4 where they're talking about the general improvement, the core improvements to the game that they're wanting to do. And I mean, that's something, another thing I can say from the, from the visit that I had to Frontier, the enthusiasm from the devs that we spoke to, and they cannot wait for us to they can't wait to be working on these things that they've had in the back of their mind for the for the past two and a half years. That you know, if only they'd had another couple of months' time to work on it and develop it, they'd have oh, taken some core feature in another direction. There's, there's, there's horses' heads. What? There is. There's horses' heads. Look at that. And that, that looks yeah. like a horse's head, doesn't it? It yeah. looks like My Little Pony. It's been attacked by My Little Pony. Oh, I see it, yes. Two. Two <laughs> little horses' heads. Um, Thargoids. This could be a message. To friendship we... forever. <laughs> they're, all, <coughs> they're all bromies. Yeah, and, look, yeah, and look, at the, look at there's a very distinct hexagonal pattern of um, throughout the sort of cracks and amongst it all. Mm-hmm. I mean that that sort of reminds me of the Blake Seven stuff. Unicorns confirmed. <laughs> I don't see any horns. Um, 
Can you take a... Actually, you know, those two look like the two Muppets like, from the Mana Mana thing. <laughs> well, that would that would be hysterical. The Thargoids appear in their pink. Can you imagine their first connect, their first uh, communication with us will be Manamana? Sitting there waiting in the the most difficult to find broadcast tower, sitting there in the middle of nowhere. You've gone through black asteroid fields to find the damn thing you've lost 80% of your hull and you get there and it's only once every week it'll play it's a message and you get there and it goes you'll be like no (laughs) and then but then if you go it plays more (laughs) (laughs) but yeah I mean that's quite a strange kind of pattern to have done I reckon I reckon this is graffiti and it's just teenage Thargoids that we've been getting, and they've just come out and defeated <laughs> everything. <laughs> yeah, I think I think uh, we might have lost the stream, guys. Oops, stream's dead, yes. The Thargoids have interdicted us. Yep, we've been Thargoided. Really? Yep, yep. the stream's dead. Twitch okay. is having problems at the moment, mostly due to the fact that E3 is actually running on, on ah, the moment. Ah, right. Let me just try something and it might just help a little bit. It seems to be still transmitting from my end. Okay. Who are misses? Yeah. The, the, all recordings. <laughs> it's one of those nights. Yeah, the recordings are going well, so there's no issues in the sense. So um, we'll see what, what the end result is and whether or not we upload a video of it. But um, I'll keep this screen open because it's quite pretty of our unicorn yeah. graffiti by the Thargoids we do, we do like that unicorn graffiti okay, <laughs> look at these look at these these are these are like people walking well I would look at these but the stream's offline Grant well then I'll look at these and um, th- <laughs> this is kind of like it's like um, cave paintings it is a bit isn't it is the stream back up for you Colin can you see no, I can't. it says offline on the stream at the moment, I'm afraid. All right, I'm refreshing for you. <laughs> does, does, um, does Ed Lewis regret holding up that bit of paper, does he? Oh, God, yes. Oh, yes. God. <laughs> how how many so has funny. he had so far? There have been one or two, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like the, the Trump executive order, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Look at these. I mean, okay, I understand that in a texture on a kind of graphic, you're going to get these kind of repeated patterns anyway. But these kind of do look like they're, uh, I mean, they're not just kind of spray. They kind of look mm-hmm. like they're markings um, that are possibly meaningful. Um, and, and the sort of hex pattern that's through them as well may well be the way the texture is mapped. But yes. it seems to be more intentional than that. So, if well, you are that's the thing that I was thinking is looking. It's almost looking like a oh, all the fractal fractal kind of stuff. It's a fungus. It it could be some kind of nanovirus. Could be. Hmm. Oh, one thing that we haven't actually mentioned so far in, especially for us, um, for the console owners is that Elite Dangerous is getting a 4K patch for the Xbox yes. One X. How phenomenal is that? Have they have they said anything about 4K in the PlayStation Pro? No, not yet. 
haven't made any announcements about the PlayStation Four um, Pro so far. Okay, sorry, are you eating something at the moment? Yes, I'm. I'm killing. I'm killing popcorn. Literally, uh, I'm actually having popcorn. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Oh, you, you, are you reading the stream as well? Reading the stream, reading the forums. You need a lot more popcorn to read the forums. <laughs> well, you don't need any more salt for it. Oh, badum tish. Badum tish. Uh, are we live yet, or are we still going, or what are we doing? Oh, we're still going, we're still broadcasting. We're still live oh, on the radio. Oh, God, oh, we're still doing a show. Whoops. Yeah, we're still, we're not that anyone would oh. noticed. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I'm afraid to say, I think that the, the Twitch stream's still down, folks, so we'll, 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 we might have to com- continue in audio only. No, well, it's, it's okay. Give me a second while I just try I'll try something else. What happened? Oh, yeah, failure to validate token problems, and oh, goodness gracious me. Yeah, Twitch is foobard. Is that the safe way of saying it? Mm. Well, it is the E3 kickoff, so really, does, to be honest. Does E3, go, is it, does E3 go out on Twitch as well, does it? Yes. Well, there's an E3 Twitch channel at the moment, and that seems to be very busy. Right, okay, so yeah, that's where all Twitch's servers have gone then. Mm-hmm. Um, and what other what other kind of things though, do you think we'll be seeing as the course of 2.4 progresses then? Do you want some rampant speculation on it? Then? I will always get some rampant speculation, yes. Right, well, this is just me. Um, so if any, at any po- point, Ben, I mention something that you go... You know is covered in your NDA. Don't indicate anything. I'm not, I'm not even going to be blinking anything. <laughs> but I think what will happen is, knowing the elite community as I do, is that someone will screw up. Someone will shoot the, tr- the Thargoids, and the Thargoids doesn't will not make a differentiation between good humans or bad humans. You're all humans, as far as they're concerned, and humans hurt them. So I reckon we'll end up with Thargoid combat zones about 400, 300, 400 light years away from the bubble. And then the next iteration, they'll be about uh, 150 light years from the bubble. The next iteration of the story after that, they will be in the bubble. And the final iteration will be either having to fight them off from Sol or uh, Akinar or Alioth. The question is, will the Thargoids use the background simulator to get us out of the systems? I don't think they'll be uh, bothered. That would, that would be hilarious if the Thargoids were using the BGS to undermine our systems. <laughs> I, mean, I think it's something that someone mentioned before that having the Thargoids come in as a power in power play might be an idea. Oh, so they can spread their green jelly across the galaxy? Yeah. Does anyone um, thinking of Schlurm right at this moment? <laughs> I wasn't until you mentioned it, but thank you. Yeah, the Twitch server is down. Uh, well, R.I.P. Twitch. Mm. Sorry, people who are watching on Twitch. It's, it's died a death for whatever reason. It's probably been the the result of uh, an attack, a DDoS, or something. It's you know people who or like just been E3. Like well, the SDC who like to bring these things down and attack them at times like E3. But yeah, there's no way of connecting to the server at the moment, which is a shame. It's a shame. I'll keep trying. I'll keep trying. But yeah, we're still broadcasting old school, so that's good. I know Calturn's listening, and you can just click in the play in the radio. Um, and you'll hear us, yes. And I'll Yay. continue to try and get Twitch, but at the moment it's just giving horrible errors. 
Oh dear. Yeah, Commander Zlar is saying we've got magic fire, which is essentially what we're seeing. So you're thinking we're going to be seeing the Thargoids basically I, I make, it, making a line towards humanity's capitals? Yes, I, I think that's go, what, the way serious? they're going to go. Um, so, so, so like, like war zones, but Thargoid incursion kind of things? And Yes. Mm. Do you reckon they'll be uh, arsed enough to go to Hutton? <laughs> they might go to Alpha Centauri, but they can't even be bothered flying to Broxham Centauri. It could be the safest place in the galaxy, because <laughs> it's the only place that the Thargoids just can't be arsed. going to go like, to. nah. Well, then, considering their hyperdrives work differently, they probably can jump straight in there. You know, woof, that's it. They don't have to bother with 2.2 um, light years and supercruise. They just, they're just there and cutting your station up. And everybody's thinking shadows from Battle on Five. Yeah, thanks, thanks for that com- comfortable idea there, Colin. That the Thargoids can just wish in at any location they fancy, rather than go to the star. And that's that's not a problem. I'm just giving Frontiers ideas. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. it might be one of these things where the, you know you start getting pushed station to station, and you know you you know what what we've always wanted. I've always wanted to see an elite, and this is purely personal, is that you log in and you're at a station and it says station under Thargoid attack. You've got red alert sirens going all pilots to your ships defend the station. That mm. would that be That would be freaking epic. amazing, yeah. 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 You know, yeah, and, um, and, and just like Ed's message tonight, you get a message going around, you know, emergency message, emergency message, Lave is under attack by Thargoids. All commander, and it, maybe it's time to call in the Imperial Army, maybe it's time to call in the Federal Army, so if your rank is there, you are essentially, um, you know, drafted, drafted to, yeah. You yeah. to come and deal with the Thargoid menace, and that would be awesome. Can we kidnap their babies? We've already done that. <laughs> what do you think the barnacles are? Not the bunt, the UAs and the things that we're scooping. Sorry, you, now you're making me think because at the moment, Lave is a li- is run by the Alliance. Mm-hmm. But if Lave Radio Network actually manages to to do anything, we might phone up the Alliance and they say, "Yeah, screw you guys." We're, we're in an election. We're in an election. I know we are. Actually, we need to, we need to give a shout out to the guys who have been pushing Lave Radio Network over in the Lave system. You guys have done an awesome, awesome job. Yes, especially now that I know that I haven't been in in <laughs> a back at Lave Station for uh, how many months now? Mm. Although I will be going back, I actually made an achievement. Um, okay. Yeah, um, it took it's taken me almost two years, but I finally got myself an Imperial cli- uh, Clipper Ooh. without missions uh, mission swatching, uh, mission stacking, stacking, or that's mm-hmm. the one. Uh, and uh, any so exploits whatsoever. Legitimately. I didn't even trade slaves. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. it's taken me two years to get to Baron. I feel barren afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> you just need more Thomas the Tank Engine. And moving on. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm trying to think, what things would I like this to be? So, you know, Grant saying going off and attacking, basically. Well, you're you're thinking the the Thargoids will just come in and basically blitz everything and anything, Grant. Well, no, I think it'll be a concentrated. There'll be like 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 you have community goals. Um, it's going to be you know they're going to work their way through, and depending on how players defend, we may start to lose the edges of the bubble. Hmm. 
Colonia, here we come. <laughs> yes. Well, not only Colonia, but we've also got those places that uh, Salome kind of discovered, didn't don't we? The, for, uh, the Formidian Rift. That, oh, the Formidian Rift, but, and the other two locations as well. Yeah, the, mm. the 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 sort of what do you call them, the ruins and such as well. We've got a lot of yeah. a lot of um, groundwork. Yeah, a lot of groundwork has been laid for us to sort of call upon, and obviously meta meta alloys as well are going to be critical. I reckon um, it's kind of obvious because mm. we we know that they're good for stuff because they're expensive, and we know that UAs because um, UA bombing is an effect, so maybe they are. Uh, an indirect source of what we need as a weapon. Maybe we need to UA bomb Thargoids. Okay. How, I'm not quite sure how we do that, short of landing on them and say, here, I've got a UA for you. No, it depends. I mean, they, they could be a probe. You know, well, then why did they shoot? I don't know. There's still so many unknown answers to these questions that hopefully will come around. But yeah, maybe it would be a case of just getting, um, is it Goose? To to UA bomb them. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, so we'll get Goose 4291 to UA bomb the Thargoids. Just to you know, just bring good. hundreds of thousands of the damn things and just drop them in the system where they are and uh, watch their ship shut maybe- down. Maybe the Thargo... Oh, that's an idea, actually. We could try... Is it the unknown probe that when you honk them, they shut you down? Yeah. So we could try honking an unknown probe in the vicinity of a Thargoid and see what happens. I got a sneaking suspicion the Thargoids will be immune, immune to their own effects. So the only thing you'll do is shut yourself down. Possibly. Yeah. But, you know, worth, worth it. You know, for science and all that. Mm-hmm. Yes, well, if you're wanting to be that kind of sacrificial lamb, then off you go. You're uh, quite welcome. We're behind you all the way by a good few thousand <laughs> light years. Just send cookies. Witherspoon's asking, what happens if the Thargoids take over the station your ship is docked at? Well, I mean, I don't know if anyone's ever you know, played the likes of EVE. Um, was there not a case of the station could be an outbreak? So when you'd log in, you'd find yourself with a red screen and all the warnings? Or is that... Um, I don't know. Anyway, so it could be something along those lines. I mean, they could do diseases that way too. You could find yourself quarantined in a station uh, and having to pay a you know a quarantine fee to come out of it, or if there's <laughs> thargoids, because I mean you know they're going to be tackling stations, so maybe you know you're you you end up being destroyed, or you can survive inside for, for a certain length of time uh, or you can try and make an escape. Yeah, I can I can imagine the salt if the Thargoids destroyed the station that you were sitting in. Now, Getscher makes a very good point on, on the forums of... Mm. Because meta-alloys, they all seem to... Um, yes countermand this corrosive effect that everything has so uh, the you know the ua probes and i got a sneaky suspicion that the uh and the ua bombing they can all be countermanded by meta alloys now does that mm-hmm. mean that we'll have meta alloy ships to, to stop oh. the corrosion no oh, and what do you think well, we already have that with the shields don't we where we go mm-hmm. and uh for our cargo racks and things like that Yes, but yeah. I mean, 
what do you think if suddenly you know we we need to go off and buy meta alloy pulse lasers and meta alloy shield generators and you know you've you've gone off and bought your five A shields and you've engineered them and all that kind of malarkey and suddenly they'd be bloody useless if well, you want to fight if you're wanting to fight the thargoids I think that's fantastic. I really do. It's yeah. the kind of thing that the the game needs because at the moment, um, when you engineer yourself up to a certain point, it that's it. You you've mm. got you you've got your um, your glass ceiling, if you like, because you can't go any higher. Yeah. Uh, and just imagine you're a triple elite. You've got everything engineered. Um, what else do you do? Mm. I mean, you, okay. So speculation yeah. time again. Mm-hmm. Would you make it so that you could your meta pulse lasers for sake of a name can't do damage to humanoid ships? No, damage is damage, I reckon. <laughs> right, but so damage is damage, but you know in that case then why doesn't my pulse laser hurt a Thargoid? Well perhaps it does, only we just don't see it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that's why I'm wondering why, if that's the case, why can't meta damage not hurt human ships? Well, it probably will. Um, I mean, so thanks, far, so far, we haven't had an in um, an incident of a Thargoid ship attacking another one. There was something of someone ramming yeah. it the other yes. the other day. I think a lot of people saw that. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that video, which was <laughs> ignoring the fact that. That was that instance somehow got pretty bugged out because, from what I understand, you know, basically as soon as you enter the vicinity of a Thargoid ship, you're meant to be shut down. And this commander managed to bug their instance in such a way that they weren't shut down because they were definitely flying around under power. They were, and um, also, but it did show that the model wasn't see-through. You could actually interact with it. He collided with it. it pu- oh, it he pushed definitely it off collided with it. Yes. And then it, it, all it did was it seemed to just get back onto course and then and then um, line up again. Yeah, I mean it's obviously it's trying to follow a scripted path, and but I guess it's nice to see that it doesn't have to follow that path, and it will do what it. Ca- it's currently smart enough to get there, shall we say? Whatever they're doing with their with their things. But, you know, we're talking about the idea, though, of basically having to rebuild your ship if you wanted to fight the Thargoids. And you you sound like you're for that, which I guess is very similar to pretty much every MMO expansion where, you know, you you had to go and you got your cold weapons for fighting in Northrend and so on in Mm -hmm. World of Warcraft. And, you know, you'd spend months getting your level 50 character or your level 60. And then... Everything that you had became basically bloody useless, and you had to go and get your level 100 weapons. Yeah, that, uh, that's that's what I imagine this being. This is mm-hmm. this is the next um, level of equipment. This is this is this is the only way to deal with these these thargoids will be to get a new level of equipment, and also uh, what I would like to see is you know missions coming from. Um, I don't know the the military side of things where you know we're under attack by Thargoids at this point. Please go to this point, this area, and recce. Or you know this this kind of thing has so much potential to change the game. Yeah, 
Uh, and, I'd, you know, it may be that the only way to take a Thargoid out is a multi-crew. Can you imagine that? <laughs> I can imagine the salt from that. You know, I don't... I suspect quite a few people would be kind of peeved off if that were the case. I don't see a multi-crew is any more effective than... You know, wing. So I, I, I can't yeah. see that being the case. But it may no, be I easier see. to survive uh, a Thargoid attack with a crew and a wing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and mean, I'm. That's, that's the kind of feedback his people are giving. Is you know, they they, they really. Um, I mean, there is mission updates coming, Corbin. Um, we know yeah. that there's mission updates and changes coming that might just be what you're looking for, but they would, they they certainly have saying that they prefer to see them developing procedural storylines that are involving complex and interesting missions, character interactions, and rewards and different outcomes. You I mean you're right. We're still at the situation where community goals are pot filling, so you you know mm-hmm. you grab your car your your bucket of whatever you run all that distance and then you pour it in the container at the end, and the container is just filling up until it hits the point where it triggers X, Y, or Z. Rather than know, having exactly having the sods... We well, yeah, rather than having sods running there with buckets full of water and other sods running there with drills uh, and drilling holes in the jug to allow water out, there's no way to yeah. sort of, you know, compete it. So until we get there uh, to the point where community goals can be done that are actually directly impo- imposing, because otherwise it's, it's either, okay, well, we'll make it a race who can get to the top tier first. And that's yep. not quite the same again, because there's just no active way to counteract a community goal. Yeah, that, that is one problem that I do have with the uh, community goals, because you can bypass... Blockades don't work because you can basically bypass them. So you can, you can a community goal always seems to succeed, except if it's too far out of the way for people to be bothered with. Um, that that's one of the the design complexities they're going to have to deal with, and um, but I do know that they are working on that mission system. I mean the the new wrinkles and the new um, I've said this before the new wrinkles and the new follow on missions I find uh, have been have added something a little bit more to do, and you do find yourself uh, pulling uh, put you know filling in the blanks and. Uh, creating your own little mini campaign in your head if you get one or two uh, follow-on missions following one after the other after the other, and you know that that's absolutely fine. It's, it, it all goes down to the uh, quest mechanics versus journeyman mechanics that um, that sandbox games have. Uh, I've I've got to deal with because yeah, these things that Alan's been mentioning. Yeah, because quest quest mechanics. As someone else has written this quest for you to do. Journeyman mechanics are basically you've discovered something and it was awesome. Just like um, the first yeah. time we saw uh, someone doing, uh, what was it? Um, silent running smuggling. Mm-hmm. The emergent gameplay of that. I mean, that was awesome to see. But you, you wouldn't have someone quest, yeah, quest to get uh, to get that. No, that wouldn't that wouldn't be a question. You know, I, I have to. I, I actually prefer doing the the boost smuggling rather than silent running smuggling. Um, but that's just maybe that's just more my play style, rather than going in and going in slow and silent. You know, I'd rather just like go in and 
Uh, oh, 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 oh dear. Uh, yeah, oh, I'm, I'm very scared now. So yes. the, mistress, the mistress of minions herself has just sent out a tweet saying, the mistress laughs hysterically. I'm not afraid. I'm looking forward to it all. <laughs> She's in charge of the Thargoids, isn't she? She's in charge. Oh, <laughs> She is. The mistress oh. of minions is the Thargoid queen. all hail the mistress of the um, mandibles Uh, (laughs) (laughs) it's exciting though isn't it it's exciting because it is a complete flip in the game Um, Mm. the only downside is if we're still talking like this in four or five weeks time and there's not been any development you know what I mean? If we're not any further forward along a story or we're not feeling there's any progression mm-hmm. uh, and they lose that kind of in- impetus, which is the problem with, you know, having to come up with content to reveal, to tease people and then having to wait for that content. Um, you, you lose people and it's a fine line. Good luck, Frontier. We'll be watching. Well, and I mean, it is a fine line. It is definitely a fine line, but we know that Frontier have said that at LaveCon they're not going to have a... Please watch Gamescom stream. So I don't know what they've got for us, but they say they're going to have something for us. Just means they've got nothing That's for either scary. of them. No, no, they promised. They promised. <laughs> <laughs> they promised us something special. And you know what, guys? We have got a ton of special stuff. If you have not got your ticket to LaveCon yet, you must get it soon. I believe they're taking some things off sale tonight. I think the camping tickets are going off sale tonight. The um, oh, the. Uh, what you call it the hog roast tickets for the meal on the Saturday night they're going off sale tonight and I think gold tickets that are there if there is any are going off sale tonight as well so get them down there because there's some amazing content going on we know because we're doing some of them <laughs> we are um, which this this reminds me actually I need to I need to speak to the mistress of minions yeah because you're, 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 you're meant to be doing be, a I'm talk about doing minions yeah, I'm not. I'm doing a AI in fiction talky thing. Uh, so I was actually I was talking with Darren Gray about that earlier today as well, and he's up for having a wee natter with me. And yeah, I know Sarah likes her books, and I like. I know she likes her AI. So, and I, and we know she's going to be there. So you yeah. know, I think it might be something something she'd be interested in. We've got a lot of stuff going on. I mean, there's like quite a few things. We've got, obviously, we've got VR demos. We've got games in the land room. There's just so much stuff coming on Live More Radio awesome Live. Us. We'll be broadcasting twitch.tv for us Live Radio for as long as we can. Artemis will be there for sure. Yeah, we've got two rigs there. Um, so, will, yeah. Will there be any of that? Oh, Quipcast or whatever it's called, Grant? Quipcast, what's that? Yeah, uh, that game you play after your travel show. Quiplash. No. Quiplash, yeah. No. Okay, well, no, maybe. No maybe, Quiplash. No, maybe. Maybe. What about the Star Trek VR game? Are you going to try and put that together? Because I know that well, it would that that would be a, a popular request. In fact, I've already been asked. Yeah, it's, it's not an easy thing to arrange because you need four VRs of various different types. doesn't matter which one they are, PlayStation or whatever. And I'm more than happy to, you know, if people want to go to the land room and, and ask who's got a VR kit and then see if anyone's up for a game. <gasps> Pardon me. But I do know that, you know, we'll be doing a, a sort of VR panel again this year to kind of go through the changes in technology, uh, the new stuff coming out. And as part of that, I would love for a member of the audience to come up and have a go 
Uh, and even if it's just the training missions in the Star Trek Bridge simulator, just to get a feel for it, because it is something different. Aye. Um, we've got the finale of the EDRPG. No, yeah. you know what, we have to go, it's okay, so we did yes. the EDRPG, uh, Ben and I were lucky enough to be allowed to do it again, which is brilliant fun, and um, it was so much fun in the night, and it was even more fun because they didn't have to edit it, because Chris Jarvis had agreed to <laughs> put it together into a bite-sized show, I think three shows and they were up to LaveCon. If you've not listened to it, I cannot emphasize enough Chris Jarvis has done a fantastic job on it so when you edit these things it's very difficult to, to make it a story when there's so much going on and carry on behind the scenes because you want to catch as much fun of it as you can and Chris has done that added some sounds to just give the atmosphere putting some music some of amazing Alan Stroud's music in there as well and he's created something that's amazing now if you've got a long drive to Lavecon you're sorted yeah and I think we should probably mention that Lavecon's sponsored or co-sponsored I guess by EDRPG as well yes and so we've got EDRPG and Ed Tracker which yeah. I know Jar- Jarvis loves his Ed Tracker well people um, were able to see me use the uh, Ed Tracker last week when I oh, did a, I. I did a half uh, I did an hour's worth of streaming to replace the show because yeah. uh, so and um, oh I've got to say thank you to everybody who joined me on that that was about thirty or forty people on two streams which was do you use an Alice band or do you use something else to hold it on I've I've got my um, Princess Leotite cans <laughs> okay but um, as as Grant has quite quite happily pointed out my my headphones look as like I'm wearing the the Danishes, the Princess Leia Danishes. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. So that I mean that was fun, and everyone was able to see um, the ED tracker working flawlessly. Uh, I didn't have a single problem with it, and um, it probably saved my backside in a couple of instances in that mm. in that stream, even though I actually died within the first five minutes. <laughs> now, in I know ED tracker is probably one of the best non-VR ways of looking around your ship. I would say the best value for money, certainly. Oh, I And EGRPG, you know, we've played it... Is it twice we've played it now? You know, we had that that session which Jarvis is recording, and if, yeah. you know, this, we had another one. And I, I, you know, I've, I've played RPGs since I was 14 or 15, I guess. Um... More off than on, you know, I played them yes. a lot when I was at school, and then I've only actually started getting back into RPGs since playing uh, Cellars and Lakes Elite Encounters at uh, LaveCon 20, was it, 50, what was it 2015 that Dave did his first one? Uh, I think it was, yes. Um yeah, that, that that was the first time I'd played any RPGs in basically since I was at school. But I've always had a soft spot in my heart for it, and I've I have so much fun playing EDRPG, and it's just it's great. It's a great laugh. Yeah, all, all RPGs are a great laugh. Well, on the subject of well, we've we've discussed the um, EDRPG. Um, just quickly, we've had some good news from Dave. 
After oh. all his effort, yes, he's he managed to complete the second draft of the Elite Encounters RPG, which was the, I think it's the last Kickstarter that's left over from the original, uh, from the the original Elite Dangerous yeah. Kickstarter, and yeah, it has now been submitted to Frontier for its second draft review, and he's now having a well-earned break while they while they review it. So. Uh, hats I, I, off to I'm him. very worried for Dave because obviously his health's not been that great and things like that. Mm. So hope, hopefully, this is going to allow Dave to knock it out of the park, and you know by this time next year we'll have two elite role playing games, and that's going to be twice as much fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All we can hope I'm is just... that we get we get allowed to do even more of them because mm. it's so. Oh, much... oh, Delete the the EDRPG, and yes. just for one particular Commander Snuffler, um, you should see <laughs> you should see the design work that was done for uh, for him on the crate. Josh Josh Attack, um, he did a specific crate, and that should keep him happy. I've not seen this. Is this on their EDRPG's website, or where is it? It's this? on the EDRPG website. It's uh, as usual. John and Oliver do a fantastic job. Uh, so um, pop over there. You'll be able to see the latest content updates. And um, yeah, I must admit, I was there going, "Oh, I wish they'd put that one in the game." Yeah, Snuffer will probably like that. Could, would you be able to add that to this week's show notes, I? Uh, yes, you'd think so. As, you know, I don't know where that is, and you do. So, yay! <laughs> Uh, so, is there, um, yeah. is there anything else we need to mention? Uh, what you've been doing this week? Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, in all the excitement, we've all yeah. just skipped over all that kind of stuff, haven't we? So, but then again, I think it's, uh, I think it's, it's, oh, it's I, fair I, to say this has been the most important Elite Dangerous update for a while. I think, and and we've just kind of bounced around it because I think we're still kind of squeeing a wee bitty. Um, I did go see. Oh, 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 we're, just, we're on the Thomas. <laughs> uh, I did go and see the Mummy and uh, Wonder Woman at the weekend. They were both very good. Um, so yeah. that, that, that that's what my weekend was. There we go. <laughs> um, and yeah, did I did I mention I, uh, last Tuesday I went off to Frontier Towers? Yes, you did. Uh, um, Kato Z has just said that Hotasses have been announced for the Xbox. Oh, about time. That's great. So, ladies and gentlemen, get your X52s on the Xbox. Or not. Uh, (laughs) Is is that the Hotass X or just the Hotass K2Z? Do you know? Well, yeah. That was was neither an answer. That wasn't a a question either because it was the. Would it be for the Xbox One X? Or just the Xbox One that you can get the hot ass for? Well, it, no, it could be both. You think? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it depends on what the hardware they're doing is. Um, I mean, I, I was kind both. of disappointed because, you know, the Xbox One was called the X-Bone. And if they'd just done it as an R... So it's wanting it to become the Xbox One revolution. Oh, I wanted to, yeah, because that'd be the X boner, and that'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was hoping for the Xbox One revolution as well. Never mind. I do. I thought the the Xbox Scorpio though was actually quite nice, but you know they mm. changed it to X 
Xbox X. Xbox they've, One X. They've made it so cre- you know, confusing. I know that when you know GeoForce, they were it was like so easy. But it was GeoForce One, GeoForce Two, GeoForce Three, GeoForce Four. Okay, now we're getting good. GeoForce Six Sixty. What the f- what? What? <laughs> uh, and Academic Dust uh, Eight Ninety Four is saying it's actually for both Xboxes. So that's that's good. I'm, I'm glad that the Xbox is getting access to a hot ass. Uh, yeah, everyone deserves a hot ass. Um, hot ass. Hot ass. Something. Yes. Right, are we going to try and put this train wreck to bed? <laughs> woo woo! <laughs> you s- <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know if there's anything else that we can mention. No, I think it's time for Thomas to pull into the station. For the last time this evening. Do you want to take it away then, Grant? <laughs> um, oh, Creaky, yeah, it's amazing that I do that. You know, well, do you, want to, you, do you, you do the cool bit and I'll get the, the end music queued up and Galnet because we never remember to talk about Galnet before we actually end the show. And um, Peter Witherspoon does oh. an amazing job of the, the Galnet report and every week he does two of them uh, he does one for the Lave Radio Show and one for Hutton Orbital Radio and we put them up on uh, his very own iTunes feed or his very own um, feed, RSS feed which you can get by searching Galnet in iTunes or if you so desire and you'd rather have a direct feed to it then it is um, feeds.feedburner.com forward slash galnet news and you can get all of his wonderful wonderful work uh, on your devices and enjoy sarcasm that is so weaponized it could kill and actually just one other final final thing that I think I tweeted about it or I retweeted rather over the weekend, the Spanish community had a elite meetup as well. Wow! Uh, base, and yeah, you know, this is basically how it starts. They you know they went off and got a whole lot of folks together in the Spanish community, and suddenly looking at the photograph, it looked like they had an absolutely awesome barbecue or something like that, and it looked far much. How do I say this? I mean, okay, I I I do enjoy a pizza. Right. Um, I do enjoy pizza, but, you know, what, sitting outside drinking beers and drinking beers and having a barbecue is rather kind of cool as well. Yes. Um, <laughs> Galactic but then selling hyperdiction insurance now. <laughs> is he now? Oh, dear God. Anything for a quick, uh, for a quick buck, that man. Aye. Right, well, anyway, right, we're going to call it. Anything else for anything else? No, um, I'm going to uh, be streaming obviously over the over the weekend, um, hopefully for a top shift live. So if anybody wants to join me on a Sunday night, as I still continue my crawl to Colonia and a shiny sidewinder, you are quite welcome to join me. Have you Just made to it st- to your first base yet? Oh, I'm, I'm halfway <laughs> to the second. That's a, a personal question. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I'm on my way to second base. Thank you, then. Yay. <laughs> Um, oh no no no! I heard it. I heard it gets a bit more exciting when you get to third base. <laughs> no, it's it's, it's not that. The, the, mm. 
The missus just walked past me. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently the Minbari, not the Minbari. God. Three. Oh, God, well, yeah. Is, no, how many does Londo have again? God. We have, don't they, don't they have seven? They have seven. I'm sure, I'm sure, I can't remember their space. What's this? Centauri. I'm sure that the Centauri have seven. Okay. I'm just, I'm just um, with Space Lenin's at least being professional and trying to keep us on track by reminding everybody that HCS Voice Packs is running a sales. Yes, and uh, Duno Fozza will be interviewing people from um, HCS Voice Packs. Oh, and uh, also, hopefully, I'll be having a chat with um, elite author Drew Wegar this, this Thursday. So if anybody's got any questions they'd like me to ask them, polite ones. Um, about the whole process and, and how the how the rift and the live event went, um, just drop me a line uh, or a private message over the forums. Right. Well, on that note, unless anything else, any last seconds? Nope. nope. No, that's me done. In that case, then that's it for another episode of Thomas the Tank Engine Radio. If you want to get in touch with the show, then you can email us at info at laveradio.com. We're on facebook.com slash laveradio. We are at laveradio on Twitter. You can join the Discord channel by going to tinyurl.com slash lavechat. We're also on TeamSpeak, which is on teamspeak.laveradio.com. Lave Radio is recorded live on Tuesday evenings from around about 8.30. We try to be, try to be prompt. And we're streamed out live on on twitch.tv slash laveradio and laveradio.com slash live. Thank you very much to Colin. Thank you to Grant. And thanks to everybody who's joined us at this beaten up old federal capital ship. Um, until next time, fly safe. And if you can't do that, Try to avoid the green snot.
Telnet News Digest, 13th of June, 3303. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, an answer that must be questioned. Thargoid attack confirmed. Ramtar revises ruined research. An answer that must be questioned. According to Professor Palin, the galaxy will change forever in the coming months. The nutty professor, speaking from his bunker in the Maya system, explained that he doesn't get out much. Not now that the Federation has him under house arrest. But he believes that he's made a discovery concerning the mysterious sunflower ships that are increasingly encountered in the Pleiades sector. Echoing the words of the late Kahina Loren, he spoke of a massive cover-up that must be revealed and said that he might be able to start to uncover the mystery very soon, after confirming his hypothesis using data recently received. Why is Professor Palin so obsessed by conspiracy? Well, it's widely known that the posse professor was once, like peace-loving dropout ex-president Jasmina Halsey, abducted by aliens. And like Halsey, it may be that his mind has been weakened by the experience. We know very little about the aliens in their sunflower ships, but over the coming months we may gradually coax them out from their hiding places and get to meet them. Even aliens are probably quite nice, once you get to know them. Thargoid attack confirmed. A wild and unsubstantiated rumour that a Sunflower ship attacked and destroyed a commander's ship at one of the Barnacle sites has been disproven. The commander had claimed that he attacked a Thargoid vessel as it was leaving a Barnacle site and that, after jumping out of the system, it shortly after came back again and destroyed him in a very brief and colourful blaze of weapon fire. However, investigation of the closed-circuit video footage of the incident shows that the commander in question was behaving erratically and eventually boosted into the ground whereupon his ship exploded. There was no sign of a Thargoid ship. The commander has since tested positive for Onion Head and it's likely that he was hallucinating. The Thargoid attack is confirmed to be false. Ramtar revises Ruin Research. While the rest of the galaxy concentrates on the developing situation with Professor Palin in the Pleiades, Rantar is still busily researching the ancient alien race known as the Guardians. Having realised that some of the data is more heavily encrypted than expected, Rantar has been conducting beta testing on a new algorithm that may allow the missing data to be recovered. He expects to deliver the revised software on the 27th of June, following which he should be able to complete his picture of the alien race. The Guardians are believed to have had some contact with humanity at some point in the past. Although no public record exists, a small obelisk of the Guardians' manufacture was found on Mars in 2280 and has been hurled securely by the Federation ever since. It's not clear why this race of aliens are known as the Guardians. Who or what? Were they guarding? And from what? Are they still guarding? Or did they stop when they all died out? We can't wait until Ramtar works it all out. Whatever he finds out, we're sure it'll be Ramtastic. Stop press. Thargoid attack confirmed. This time, it's true. 
A message received from a commander, Ed Lewis, reports that a destroyed federal capital ship has been discovered. It's believed that it was carrying data seized from Professor Palin and that it was destroyed by Thargoid Sunflower ships. A distress beacon at the site, which can be found by starting at HIP 17044, Planet 2, and supercruising 11,000 light seconds towards Asterope, relays the message Thargoid return at half past the hour every hour. We will soon have friends to play with in the galaxy. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. 